And welcome to day number 28 of Bible in a Year with Pastor Steve. It is Wednesday, February 7th, and we are continuing in our readings in the book of Leviticus. Of course, there are other readings of a psalm and a proverb that I encourage each day. Uh, Those are from the wisdom literature. Psalms is like a, a hymn book, a worship book found right smack dab in the middle of the Bible. And of course, you can gain a lot of practical wisdom by reading along in the book of Proverbs, which are mostly authored by King Solomon himself. Today, I'll be reading from Leviticus chapter 16 and 17, but you should also read chapter 15 on your own. I'll be reading from the World English Bible. It's a translation that's in the public domain, so it's friendly to use for podcasting, but you're welcome to use any translation that you enjoy or find most readable. If you're in need of the Bible reading plan, you can download it by visiting the link in the show notes. You can go on that web page and download the plan and also find our Facebook page, which I invite you to join so that we can continue the conversation on there. And I would like to invite you, if you would, if you'd be so kind, to hit like and subscribe on your podcast platform of choice for this show so that we might be more easily found in the search results for other people. I thank you so much for considering doing that. And friends, without further ado, let us jump right into our readings today. Leviticus chapter 16. Yahweh spoke to Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron when they came near before Yahweh and died. And Yahweh said to Moses, Tell Aaron your brother not to come at just any time into the most holy place within the veil, before the mercy seat, which is on the ark, lest he die. For I will appear in the cloud on the mercy seat. Aaron shall come into the sanctuary with a young bull for a sin offering, and a ram for a burnt offering. He shall put on the holy linen tunic. He shall have the linen trousers on his body, and shall put on the linen sash, and he shall be clothed with the linen turban. They are the holy garments. He shall bathe his body in water and put them on. He shall take from the congregation of the children of Israel two male goats for a sin offering, and one ram for a burnt offering. Aaron shall offer the bull of the sin offering, which is for himself, and make atonement for himself and for his house. He shall take the two goats and set them before Yahweh at the door of the tent of meeting. Aaron shall cast lots for the two goats, one lot for Yahweh and the other lot for the scapegoat. Aaron shall present the goat on which the lot fell for Yahweh and offer him for a sin offering. But the goat on which the lot fell for the scapegoat shall be presented alive before Yahweh to make atonement for him, to send him away as the scapegoat into the wilderness. Aaron shall present the bull of the sin offering, which is for himself and shall make atonement for himself and for his house, and shall kill the bull of the sin offering which is for himself. He shall take a censer full of coals of fire off of the altar before Yahweh, and two handfuls of sweet incense beaten small, and bring it within the veil. He shall put the incense on the fire before Yahweh, that the cloud of the incense may cover the mercy seat that is on the covenant, so that he will not die." 
He shall take some of the blood of the bull and sprinkle it with his fingers on the mercy seat on the east. And before the mercy seat, he shall sprinkle some of the blood with his fingers seven times. Then he shall kill the goat of the sin offering that is for the people and bring the blood within the veil and do with his blood as he did with the blood of the bull and sprinkle it on the mercy seat and before the mercy seat. He shall make atonement for the holy place because of the uncleanness of the children of Israel and because of their transgressions, even all their sins. And so he shall do for the tent of meeting that dwells with them in the middle of their uncleanness. No one shall be in the tent of meeting when he enters to make atonement in the holy place until he comes out and has made atonement for himself and for his household and for the assembly of Israel. He shall go out to the altar that is before Yahweh and make atonement for it and shall take some of the bull's blood and some of the goat's blood and put it around the horns of the altar. He shall sprinkle some of the blood on it with his fingers seven times and cleanse it and make it holy from the uncleanness of the children of Israel. When he has finished atoning for the holy place, the tent of meeting and the altar, he shall present the live goat. Aaron shall lay both his hands on the head of the live goat and confess over them all the iniquities of the children of Israel and all their transgressions, even all their sins. And he shall put them on the head of the goat and shall send him away into the wilderness by the hand of a man who is ready. The goat shall carry all their iniquities on himself to a solitary land, and he shall release the goat into the wilderness. Aaron shall come into the tent of meeting and shall take off the linen garments which he put on when he went into the holy place and shall leave them there. Then he shall bathe himself in water in a holy place, put on his garments and come out and offer his burnt offering and the burnt offering of the people and make atonement for himself and for the people. The fat of the sin offering he shall burn on the altar. He who lets the goat go as the scapegoat shall wash his clothes and bathe his flesh in water, and afterward he shall come into the camp. The bull for the sin offering and the goat for the sin offering, whose blood was brought to make atonement in the holy place, shall be carried outside the camp, and they shall burn their skins, their flesh, and their dung with fire. He who burns them shall wash his clothes and bathe his flesh, and afterward shall come into the camp. It shall be a statute to you forever. In the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, you shall afflict your souls and shall do no kind of work, whether native-born or a stranger who lives as a foreigner among you. For on this day shall atonement be made for you to cleanse you. You shall be clean from all your sins before Yahweh. It is a Sabbath of solemn rest to you, and you shall afflict your souls. It's a statute forever. The priest who is anointed and who is consecrated to be priest in his father's place shall make the atonement and shall put on the linen garments, even the holy garments. Then he shall make atonement for the holy sanctuary, he shall make atonement for the tent of meeting and for the altar, and he shall make atonement for the priests and for all the people of the assembly. This shall be an everlasting statute for you to make atonement for the children of Israel once in the year because of all their sins. It was done as Yahweh commanded Moses. Leviticus chapter 17. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and to his sons and to all the children of Israel, and say to them, This is the thing which Yahweh has commanded. Whatever man there is in the house of Israel who kills a bull or a lamb 
or the goat in a camp, or who kills it outside the camp, and hasn't brought it to the door of the tent of meeting to offer it as an offering to Yahweh before Yahweh's tabernacle, blood shall be imputed to that man. He has shed blood. That man shall be cut off from among his people. This is to the end that the children of Israel may bring their sacrifices, which they sacrifice in the open field, that they may bring them to Yahweh, to the door of the tent of meeting, to the priest, and sacrifice them for sacrifices of peace offerings to Yahweh. The priest shall sprinkle the blood on Yahweh's altar at the door of the tent of meeting and burn the fat for a pleasant aroma to Yahweh. They shall no more sacrifice their sacrifices to the goat idols, after which they play the prostitute. This shall be a statute forever to them throughout their generations. You shall say to them, Any man there is of the house of Israel or of the strangers who live as foreigners among them, who offers a burnt offering or sacrifice and doesn't bring it to the door of the tent of meeting to sacrifice it to Yahweh, that man shall be cut off from his people. Any man of the house of Israel or of the strangers who live as foreigners among them who eats any kind of blood, I will set my face against the soul who eats blood and will cut him off from among his people. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. I have given it to you on the altar to make atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that makes atonement by reason of the life. Therefore, I have said to the children of Israel, No person among you may eat blood, nor may any stranger who lives as a foreigner among you eat blood. Whatever man there is of the children of Israel or of the strangers who live as foreigners among them, who takes in hunting any animal or bird that may be eaten, he shall pour out its blood and cover it with dust. For as the life of all flesh... Its blood is with its life. Therefore, I said to the children of Israel, you shall not eat the blood of any kind of flesh, for the life of all flesh is its blood. Whoever eats it shall be cut off. Every person that eats what dies of itself or that which is torn by animals, whether he is native-born or a foreigner, shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. Then he shall be clean. But if he doesn't wash them or bathe his flesh, then he shall bear his iniquity. Gracious God, we give you thanks for this time together in your word. Lord, we pray that you would send forth your Holy Spirit to enliven our minds and our hearts and our bodies so that we might receive your word as if it were on good soil so that we might bear fruit for you in the world and in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, friends, today we have reached the midpoint of the book of Leviticus. Chapter 16 is smack dab in the middle. What comes before deals mostly with the, the structure of how we are to live or how the people of Israel were to live with God in their presence and the bringing of the gifts for the sacrifices so that right standing and purification and dealing with sin could happen so that that relationship could take place. Here in chapter 16, we see the Day of Atonement. This is where the uh, Jewish friends of ours get Yom Kippur. Yom is day, and Kippur or Kippur is atonement, the Day of Atonement. It lays it out right here. This is the time of year where the high priest was able to go behind the curtain into the most holy place and make sacrifice for the people before God. 
It was also commanded to be a time of rest. Uh, it's another festival time where you can just sit before God in awe and appreciation. It was a time where our translation said to afflict your souls, but really it was to humble your souls before God, thanking God for providing the way uh, to cover sins. Because once again, God provided the ways here in the book of Leviticus so that we can be in right standing with God. We should also take note of the word scapegoat, right? You know, we kind of use that in our culture today when we place our blame on someone else, we're scapegoating them. Um, this is where that comes from. The scapegoat was one of the goats that didn't get slaughtered, but instead got released out of the camp and into the wilderness. It's said to have borne the burdens of all of the people and to be sent off into the wilderness so that it can take it all away. Jesus Christ, when he came, fulfilled many of these roles. He was the high priest, the high priest from the order of Melchizedek. That is often referred to. Uh, you'll see that in the book of Hebrews, and it was also from Genesis when Abraham ran into Melchizedek. So Jesus was the one who can go before God, right? He went into the Holy of Holies uh, when he was crucified and then died. Uh, it said that when he died, the veil that covered the Holy of Holies was torn from the top to the bottom, which shows that there is now perfect access between humanity and God because of Jesus's work. Also, Jesus served as a scapegoat, if you will, as he took those sins and carried them far away from us, as far as the east is from the west, so that God would remember them no more. When God sees us, when we place our faith in Jesus, he sees his perfect son who does not have any sin on him. This is great news for you and for me, that we don't have to bear the burden of our own sin. And when we place our faith in Christ, we are liberated from the power of sin so that we can live holy lives that God is calling us from here all the way back in Leviticus. Be holy because I am holy. That is our goal is to become more holy, to become more like Jesus. So friends, I hope that you will continue along that path with me and with each other that we seek to become more holy as God is holy. And I pray that this Bible in a year is one step that is helping you to do just that. So friends, I hope to see you back tomorrow. Please be sure to invite your friends to come join us and we'll see you there. Have a very blessed day.